Welcome to the In Awe Podcast, where we amplify women and empower a community through the mission and their message. I am your host, Sarah Johnson, English teacher and school principal turned author and entrepreneur, living my own leap of faith on a mission to teach masses. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook at at Sarah S.A. Johnson. Be sure to subscribe to the In Awe Podcast so you can join me each week as I feature women who will leave us all in awe of their impact on our world. My friends, I am so glad you joined today for today's special episode. Whether you are a first-time listener or you've been with me for a while, I just know that you're going to love this interview. We are in our final series of 2020 featuring awe-inspiring stories of service. Our guiding quote for the series is, if serving is beneath you, then leadership is beyond you. And today's guests serve and lead every day in their personal and professional lives. I absolutely adore these two women. Chris Rangel and Stacey Bame are both former classroom teachers turned instructional coaches and certified reading specialists who now consult and serve school districts through their professional roles. They are mothers, they are friends, they are sisters, and they are partners in making this world a better place together. After learning they hold a deeper connection in spirit, they launched Enchanted Reading Specialists, where this dynamic duo teams up to serve clients through spiritual readings, guidance with decisions, and much more. In this episode, we discuss how these ladies got connected in their day jobs and took it deeper into their spiritual gifts. Chris shares how her journey included a crash with domestic violence and the healing that has come from rising up from that incident. Stacy shares her story with having spiritual gifts, but holding back out of fear and non-acceptance. And these ladies share how their connection led them both to embrace their gifts and begin to use them in service. We learn about their unique giftings and how they team up to serve clients through enchanted reading specialists. Friends, I cannot emphasize enough how grateful I have been to have these ladies in my life along my own journey, starting with a connection with Chris when I was a first-year principal to after I launched out and these ladies were there at my workshops cheering me along the way. They have such beautiful hearts of service, love of sisterhood, and their gifts are undeniable. I was stunned after this interview in the best way when they gave me a taste of what their giftings could do. Unplanned, they provided me with a deep balm to a wound from a loss of a dear friend, and I cannot tell you how unexpected the message I received was, but so very well-timed and God-given. Even now, when I think of the laughter, calm, and joy they brought me through an impromptu mini-reading, I am filled with deep gratitude. I welcome you to hear their story with an open heart today, because like all my guests, I know deeply there is a mission in their message. Stay tuned at the end for a special offer for my listeners only. It is with deep joy and great honor that I bring to you Chris Rangel and Stacey Bame of the Enchanted Reading Specialists Service Story. Welcome to the In Awe Podcast. I am so excited to share this conversation and to have an awesome experience today. So welcome to Chris Rangel and Stacey Bame. How are you, ladies? I'm good. Great. Thank you for having us. Yay. Oh, my listeners are in for such a treat. So could you ladies just do me a favor and share a little bit about your current context so that the listeners can start to get to know your voices and also learn a little bit more about you? Okay. So I'm Chris Rangel. I am currently in the field of education. I am an educational consultant. Um, I work as a reading specialist. And these are crazy USA times in our education world. Um, so we are doing everything that we can to um, hold on to our sanity. I am Stacy Bame. I am also a reading specialist. Um, Chris and I work together um, providing professional development um, for districts. Um, I am a wife and mother to four. Three of them have graduated and I've got one left at home. Um, and I am also a spiritual medium. So I love that 
<laughs> that you just, and I'm also a spiritual medium. I love the fact that both of you are on this podcast. We have you featured here today for in the series In Awe of Service and wanted to invite you ladies specifically for that because both of you have this really beautiful journey, both in your professional and your personal and your spiritual lives. And I'm excited in the way that you're using it. And so we are going to talk about that and about the evolution of your teamwork that you're doing through that. But I wanted to make sure too, that we just talked a little bit about your journeys. Um, I was fortunate enough to be able to before, you know, COVID squeeze both of your necks at some point, right? Like we have worked together in the same space. Chris and I have been connected for almost a decade. Can you believe that? Oh my gosh. No, doesn't seem possible. <laughs> it does seem kind of crazy. You, you were working um, in the, you were serving in the district that I was working in. And I've just learned so much from you as a professional and as a person. And then I got to meet this wonderful friend, Stacy, that you have, that you're working together. And then we've been able to do a couple of different events and things together. So it's just been such a joy, but I wanted to, you to be able to share, first of all, a little bit about how the two of you became connected in your professional journey. Cause in your bio is like we learned that you quickly learned that it's more than just colleagues. So why don't you go ahead and share your maybe the journey of how you two came together? Um, well, there's no coincidences, right? <clears throat> Synchronicity for sure. I ended up applying at CISA 10 where Stacy was already employed. And excuse me, I brought my expertise from all of the other areas that I had worked in. Um, specifically Title I. Um, and Stacy had just left Title I to go into the curriculum world. So we didn't really work together too much that first year. Um, and we quickly figured out that our work was crossing over each other. So then we came together. I think it was at WSRA is where we really hit it. And we're like, oh, we need to create this new service. And there was just like total magic. Um and at the same time, I was going through quite a personal journey. Um, and Stacy um, was very quiet about her spiritual gift. And I had always had premonition dreams. Um, and I gave that all away for 28 years. And I finally stepped into my power. And boy, when the two of us came together under that hat, holy buckets, watch out world, here we come. So it was kind of fun too. And when she, she finally started to tell me that she could, you know, she could read people and she's a medium. I'm like, yeah, you know, I think I had that back in the day. And can you help me get that back? I want that back. So she's, she's helped to lift me up into, um, stepping into that, that piece that I lost of myself for so long. Yeah. It, it's been, it's really been great because we talk about how, our lives kind of ran parallel with a lot of things um, from, you know, we both had initial careers. Then we went into education um, from being teachers into being coaches in districts to working at um, a CESA. So um, if your listeners are familiar with that, it's like our state's divided into 12 regions and, um, and then we're like a support system to all the districts in our region. So we have 29 districts that we help support with professional development. And um, so she was in a different CISA than I was. Um, and then she applied at our CISA and um, got the job there. But we just kind of made a lot of the same moves and changes in, in our career life. And then when we, like she said, it was just magic. When we finally got together, we had so much 
of the same passion for what we, uh, for, for reading and writing and speaking and listening and, and just ideas on how to change instruction to help kids and to help teachers. And we just had energy for that. So we, we worked at creating some services to really help bump up the level of um, engagement and um, equity for students in the classroom and, you know, just built this, this extra service and have been working really hard um, in that piece of it. But as we got closer working um, and started to become closer friends, yeah, the, the spiritual side connection came out. And like Chris said, it's, it's all for a reason. There is, we strongly believe that and we were pulled together for something bigger than just what we were each doing separately. I love that so much because it's, um, I think it's a strong testament to your gifts, how you've used them in the professional world. I love how you talked about how they've been aligned and and then you two came together at a time that was important. And I also want to just be a fly on the wall going back to those initial conversations <laughs> about how that started, because, you know, maybe some of my listeners, they understand that they might have some sensitivities, um, that there might be, you know, something there, but they don't know what that something is. And then we're in our professional lives and in the careers that we're in. It's not often that we talk about spirituality on many different levels. So then to get to this new space, do you remember that conversation and how that sparked? Or is it just like, part of the narrative of your story? Um, Well, for me, I think uh, for me, the thing that hit was um, Stacy could see things that were happening and unfolding in my life that I was not addressing probably in the way that I should be. And it was so interesting because she'd ask me coaching questions <laughs> and, and then later I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> the coach was coaching later the coach. I'd be like, Oh my God. Like it would be, you know, months later, I'm like, Oh my God, you knew what was happening. That wasn't a coaching question. That was like, you should have just told me <laughs> this was happening and unfolding. Um, so that I remember that distinctly <laughs> that the aha moment of, oh my gosh, she actually saw that. It wasn't coaching. She actually knew that that was going to happen and I needed to step into it. Um, so right. Spirit, spirit is there. You have a soul print, you know, you are on, you're, you're on this earth and you're meant to do something wonderful. Um, and so spirit in my life has always, um, I need a brick to the head. It seems like before I step into it. So if you step off your path that you were meant to walk, life is going to get really tough for you. And in my experience, it got really tough. It got horribly tough um, until, you know, you get knocked back onto your path again. And that's why I've had so many different changes. Um, I would stay, uh, you know, I'm Aquarius, so I'm stubborn and I'm going to make sure that I stay and make all this work. Right. Um, But I, every time (laughs) that I was not walking the path that I was supposed to be walking, I got a huge chunk to the head. Right. And then back over it, like, like not literally until later, but um, then get back over onto this path because you're supposed to be walking over here. And I truly believe that I found Stacy at the time that I needed to in my life, for sure. She actually helped save my life. Oh, that's too sweet. Do you want to share a little bit more about that, Chris? Are you going to, what do you think? Sure. So um, I'm a survivor of domestic violence. And I want to redefine what domestic violence is because a lot of people see it as physical. 
mine didn't get physical until the very end. Um, but what was happening was so detrimental and I didn't even realize that I was in the abuse cycle. So mine was mostly emotional and, um, and verbal abuse. And when somebody's doing that to you, you take it all inside and you hide it and you keep it there. But guess what? You can't because your body bubbles it out. Um, so to the outside world, I look like, and Sarah, you and I have talked about this. I looked like I had the perfect marriage, right? Perfect marriage, perfect kids, traveled, went on these wonderful sailing trips. Um, on the inside of the house, it wasn't that. It was a lot of... Um, gaslighting and manipulation. And Stacy helped me see that that was happening. I was at a point in my life where I was ready to see it. <clears throat> and her coaching questions helped me immensely. Um, I had the strength to walk away from a 28-year marriage. Um, but right at the end, I was attacked with the intent to kill. Um, and I'm so thankful to be on this earth. And um, I had my guides with me that night. And Stace helped me through that period of my life and I have totally taken back my power and it's just an amazing journey and I get to light the path for other people now in those dark times you get to light a path for other people right thank you so much for sharing that um, because as somebody who's just been on the periphery of your story uh, for a little while and kind of seeing some of those from the outside those changes occurring, but also um, knowing that there was something happening and then also being a part of your life through it. And then in the months since, I've known that it's not an easy story to tell. And and I'm sure that that will continue to evolve as the time goes on. But major reason having you specifically on this series is the idea that our service can be through our stories. And I love so much how your connection um, with Stacy has helped you to gain back that power, as you said, and also that it's a part of the evolution of you just becoming this total badass. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and because it's not easy to step into that. It's not easy to stay um, on the path that we're supposed to be on and know where it is. But then I just hear this... I don't know, this empowerment in your voice that is uplifting. And, and so thank you for choosing to share that part of your story because you didn't have to, but I honor it. And I'm grateful that you did. Well, thanks. And you know, the thing is, is it's both of you actually, because I remember I was at Stacy yeah. and I were at one of your um, presentations and it's when you were doing the quadrants and you asked us, you know, what are your passions? And I couldn't answer that question. I just looked at Stacy and I'm I don't know, like, what is my passion? Um, so it's been mm -hmm. a journey with her together to, and, and, you know, finding her and working on the spiritual connection has been an amazing passion. So you both put me on that path or got me back on my path. I appreciate that. Yay. What a gift. Thank you for that, Sarah. Cause that really did. Um, we, you know, we took that to heart. You're balanced like a pirate and, um, and really tried to investigate and, and ban, find more balance. Um, but I just have to go back and say, you know, first of all, of course, how incredibly proud of Chris that I, that I am of Chris, because um, like you said, there are a lot of people that will um, continue to play victim, you know, be that victim role and um, or just really want to kind of withdraw into themselves. And although I can understand all of that reasoning, um, Chris is so much a helper and uh, I, everything's for a reason. So if I went through this, it's to help someone else. 
And so that is where, you know, her voice does come out and she does become a badass. And it sounds as though, you know, like she can conquer anything and she can, but what she has been through and almost losing her life and being in those moments of um, incredible fear, I, I cannot imagine. And I just tell her every day, like her strength it just keeps me in awe um, that she continues and that she uses and mm-hmm. digs deep and finds that strength all the time to share the story um, so that others may feel like it's okay to share theirs and that they're not alone. And I think that's so important. And she's just, she's just a light out there for people. Absolutely. And that, well, I mean, it becomes a sentence when you're saying it out loud, but this is you and we love you. <laughs> and so it's an experience that becomes a part of your past, but it doesn't have to, you know, keep a hold of you, but it also isn't that long ago in your past either. And so, um, you know, that fresh piece of it is what makes it even more inspiring that you're able to serve with it already, I guess. Um, Hey, I've been able to see you read some poetry (laughs) in a crowd. (laughs) Do you remember that experience when you got up and you read your poem? I remember being so stinking proud of you. Um, And was that at a, was that at a reading conference? Was that where I was there as an, like I was employed at that time as a principal. And is that where you read your poem? Yep. Yes, it is. Good memory. I don't know why I felt like I had to bring that up because (laughs) I just remember. So I think, well, I think what I needed to do is remind you that (laughs) your voice has been powerful. And even though sometimes I think when we go through something and I'm not an expert by any means, I kind of make a mistake of writing like a whole chapter in a particular way. But when I think back on that, um, you know, I don't know where it lined up in your actual journey of all of this, but I just remember looking at you and thinking this woman has the most powerful, strong, capable voice. And I was so proud of you for standing up. I think it was a, a poem you had written for your daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where are you from? Mm, that's right. Oh, yeah. I do know that one. Yeah, that was that was a scary moment for me. And um, okay, so you guys are calling me badass. But you know what, I, I surround myself with badass women. So that's what got me through um, the experience that I went through, right? So I was right on the precipice of that. Um, just starting to be more empowered. And that was probably the scariest moment I've had in a long time is to get up and be vulnerable and share that poem with everybody. And it was beautiful. And what a gift. I don't, Honestly, I have a terrible memory and I will never forget that. <laughs> so, nor will I forget this interview. I'm so grateful anytime you choose to serve us with your voice, both of you. So I'm super curious, Stacy. I think Chris had alluded to the fact that she said that you had already been a spiritual medium. Do you want to share a little bit about your journey to get us up, caught up to the point where you were with Chris? Um, sure. It has been a long journey. Um, uh, I was raised Catholic and um, having gifts like this are, are not celebrated um, in that religion. And so when I first started um, feeling energy is is my primary kind of clue into spirit being there. I can sense energy and I'm an empath. So I take on other people's um, emotions and and feelings. And it's always just been a very, that part has always been a very natural. I thought everybody did that. And Mm -hmm. uh, maybe 15 years ago now, 
Um, I was working in a place that um, had a, a really <laughs> kind of evil person working there. And every mm -hmm. time he entered the building, I could just feel it in my stomach. And um, he started doing some some very bad things around to lots of different people and the whole energy in the building changed. And I was taking that on and um, physically getting ill. And I was, I was at the doctors trying to figure out, you know, what was wrong. Cause I had all these things happening. And, um, and I was just talking with a friend um, because we were all part of the interview um, before this person got hired. And I'm like, Oh, we cannot hire this guy. And everybody was smitten with him. He was a charmer. Um, and they all thought I was nuts. And then, you know, three months into after he got the job, everybody saw what was happening. And they're like, oh, my gosh, like, you nailed it. How did you nail it? I'm like, I don't know how you guys thought he was so great. Like, didn't you just feel the ooze coming out of him? <laughs> and um, they're like, you're nuts. Like, what do you mean you could feel, you know, this, this evil ooze? And I'm like, can't you just feel it? And um, it was, you know, some colleagues that actually were like, no, like, how do you feel that? I'm like, oh, well, so-and-so, and they started pointing out like, well, yeah, like I would, I'd go up to the janitor and I'm like, are you okay? How are you doing? And I just knew him and his wife were having some problems. And, and so then he'd look at me, he's like, how do you know there's something, why are you asking me? And I'm like, I don't know. I just sensed maybe you needed to talk. And, and he, you know, didn't understand how I would know that. Um, mm -hmm. all of a sudden my room became like, I had a, a shingle hanging outside of it and people would start coming for counseling <laughs> into my room during my, <laughs> during my prep. Um, and after school, they'd be like, can I, can I meet with you after school? I'm like, sure. And so I think we're going to talk about kids or something. And, and then they'd be like, well, my wife and I aren't getting along or I have these things happening, you know, and it was really kind of this counseling thing. And so I thought, I don't, I don't understand why people are are drawn to me for this or why other people don't feel it. So I started to kind of explore it a little bit. And um, I was describing a lot of my physical ailments um, to one of my colleagues. And she said, you know what? She said, that sounds a lot like what my sister has fibromyalgia. And it sounds a lot like what she has. And um, I'm like, okay, so maybe I should, you know, I'll look into that a little bit more. And she's like, well, let me set you up and talk to my sister. So as I'm talking to her sister, her sister has um, slightly different gifts, but um, also has some, like she sees auras and things like that. And she said, you know, it's really common for, for psychics, mediums, you know, people who deal with um, energy to be diagnosed with fibromyalgia um, because we take mm -hmm. on that energy and it can, it just kind of eats away at us. So we get all these aches and pains and and I, it just really intrigued me. Um, and we ended up having a, like a girl's night with several different people. And I was in this safe space where, you know, we meditated and we did some Oracle cards and, um, and I just opened up and I let the, the gifts come through because I had always kind of shut it down whenever I actually saw a spirit coming, you know, into my view. Um, and it just, it just kind of blew wide open at that point. So then, then I was outed to like five people that I worked with. Um, but they were all so supportive. Um, I just, I started letting it slip to some people that I felt were safe and, um, they would have, I would do readings for them. 
um, connect with, you know, loved ones that they had lost. And they just kind of kept encouraging me and wanting me to do more and more. But I was still kind of in the closet about all of it uh, because <laughs> there are so many. There are, there are other times when you're urged to say something and you think it's someone that you can trust. And I've been knocked down and, you know, told basically, you know, you're going to hell and um, some very nasty things that you wouldn't think people would say if they're <laughs> really Christian. But, you know, that was their view. And I just found that I got stronger from that because the way I saw it, this was a gift from God to be used to help people. And so I just had to come into embracing mm. that more and recognizing that there was nothing wrong with it. And that if, if I really could use it to help people, it was doing God's work. And so um, as I started to embrace it more, um, Chris was just one of those people that I felt she's, she's going to be safe. I think she has some gifts as well. She's not going to say or do anything you know, to me if I come out to her. Um, and she did. She just totally embraced it and um, helped me. <laughs> she's really helped me embrace it a lot. Um, and I've had to, you know, it's something I still have to not talk about around my family. Um, but I feel more of a whole person because there was a lot of my, my life where you don't get to be this whole person because you're always shutting it down or you don't get to talk to people about it. And I'm still a little careful to some extent with that, but, um, just because you don't, nobody wants to be persecuted for something, but. Well, we've outed ourselves now, baby. <laughs> yeah, we have now. Uh, but that's, that's the beauty of it. I mean, Chris comes along and she's the badass, you know, she's like, why are you hiding that? Like you stop it like that. You need to own it. That is who you are, you know, and I, I know it's who I am, but. Yeah. So as, so as much as Stacy is, is proud of me, I'm very proud of her too, because she was hiding this part of her that is such a gift to the world. And man, for her to shine in this is so empowering to watch. It's just amazing. Um, so I, I've loved being part of that journey with her. I'm just beaming because you both, you ladies are just top notch. You are amazing people, um, sisters, friends, professionals. And so thank you for sharing this because I can only imagine how hard that is. Um, you know, Stacey, you were using words like persecuted. And I can imagine that when people become fearful of something, it's so much easier to judge it or critique it when they don't understand or know. Right. Yeah. So would you ladies just do me and the listeners a favor? You've referenced gifts and you've talked about, um, you know, being a spiritual medium and an empath. And can you just educate us a little bit about, um, your individual gifts and just help us to come to a better understanding of what it is that you've that you've been given. So, so everything that we do is with love and light. This is no poltergeist thing or no, you know, scary movie thing. It all comes from love and light. And as I said earlier, like spirit, everyone has a spirit guide and you have a soul print. And if you just take time to meditate and listen, that guide is here to help you and make life so much easier for you. So as an empath um, or a medium, we are able to tap into the energy that is your spirit guide or loved ones who've passed to the other side um, who are still protecting you. They're still with you. You can still talk to them. 
um, and and we help bring messages from the other realm um, for whatever you believe to you, the messages that are specific to you. So we do readings um, and sometimes we have tools that we use. And, you know, again, it's not it's not scary. It all comes from love and light um, because that's the other, you know, your your um, spirit guides and your ancestors want you to follow your path that you were meant to follow. And it should be easy. You know, it should be an easy button. Now, that's not to say that there's not going to be some learning that goes along that pathway, but it's not supposed to be hard. It's supposed to be it's supposed to be a lesson that you learn and you move forward. Um, so that's that. And some of the tools that we use, Stacy mentioned Oracle cards, um, or angel cards. Sometimes we can get messages through that. Um, but mostly we just tap into the energy, um, and we have different gifts. So I usually hear music. Um, I usually get a song in my head that usually means something to somebody. I smell things like I know when my grandpa and grandma are near because I smell cigarette smoke. And then I just have a knowing, of something that I'm supposed to say. And Stacy has other gifts that, that um, weave into, I mean, we're just a perfect fit for each other. So I will let her talk about that. Yeah, we very much complement each other because I've smelled very few things as a clue. Um, and my dreams are just dreams, they're not premonitions. But um, I, I do get visits from spirit and um, it starts out by feeling an energy. So I will first feel, um, you know, if it's a happy or sad, um, and I get a feeling of age, you know, of a person. Um, so that kind of starts drawing into, Oh, I think it's a grandmother figure or, you know, did you lose a child kind of a thing? And then as I get more in tune with that, I can, I can see things, um, that are more of a physical. So I can give a description of, you know, what they are, um, I can um, and have channeled before where um, I'm not just repeating what they're saying because then I hear it not so much as an auditory, but it just kind of pops into your head and it's exactly their language. And that's usually the people that we're, we're reading for. When you say something that is the vernacular of the person that passed, it just strikes a chord, right? If you can imagine someone that you love and their their voice comes through or something that they used to say and you just hear that again um that that really strikes a chord with people and and helps them feel connected um and so i'll start talking differently than how i normally talk um and like I, the hardest thing chris will laugh because i'm not a, a big swearer um, and so when, when the spirit, you know, says something a little off color or, uh, <laughs> uses some, some colorful language, I will start kind of trying to tiptoe around, like, cause I hate to just say it. Cause I don't know if the person I'm talking to is going to be offended or, you know what? And Chris will be like, just say it, just say it. Like, you know, that's, what's going to help them. And so then I'll say, okay, this is, this is their language. Um, and so, yeah, I, I will hear some of those those things and be able to, you know, more so see the spirits. Um, and so sometimes I can give a physical, you know, description of, of who I see and, um, and that helps them to recognize who it is. And then the channeling part comes in more when, um, 
they just really start talking so much and there's more of a dialogue going back and forth between um, the spirit and the living that just comes channeled through me. And I really, I can't put a filter on it. I've just, it's their words coming out. And usually when it's, when I'm done with that, I can't hardly even remember or know what I said because I didn't put any of it together. And I also get very hot because the vibration is so high during that. Um, it raises my heart rate and um, usually sweating. So I dress in layers when I do that in case I have to take a sweater off. Or <laughs> um, so it, it all presents itself very differently, but I might tap into something of a spirit and then I'm trying to like uh, narrow in on, okay, let me, let me see what they look like because a lot of people want that validation that you're talking to the right spirit because it's, it's hard for people to believe. Um, and so as I'm trying to come up with a description, Chris will be in there like, okay, and what is, you know, that she has what she smells or a song or something. And so um, they get a lot of information from us because we kind of have very separate talents that just merge together and give a whole picture. Right. And we don't read separately. We always read together. That's a really cool. So that, you know, bridges us to the opportunity to, to share. Here we are in the series on service and you ladies have created a service. Do you want to talk about Enchanted Reading Specialists? Well, we'd love to. <laughs> um, yes, this is our, our new service um, that we really, you know, we had enough people asking us as favors and friends and then saying, oh, would you mind, you know, reading someone else? And we're like, you know, if we really just kind of put ourselves out there and totally embrace this, there are so many more people that looking for help with this. Um, and so we did. We named ourselves the Enchanted Reading Specialists because, uh, woo woo. yeah, we, you know, that that is reading as far as reading spirit. But because we, of course, are both reading specialists in, in our careers and our uh, licensures, that we thought it would be a fun uh, twist uh, for the name. Um, so, yeah, we do private sessions uh, with with people that want to connect with spirit or um, get some kind of direction. Sometimes it's past loved ones. Sometimes it's they're just looking for some direction um, and want, you know, some answers from their spirit guides. And we usually end up trying to help them learn how to listen to their their spirit guides and recognize that whatever gifts they may have or feel that they don't have, we all can sense an intuition. You all kind of get a gut feeling of, that somebody's following you um, or, you know, that you should be somewhere um, just to kind of tap into that and start recognizing there's always a reason. Um, I laugh because one of the most simple things, and I've trained my husband on this now, um, when we're in the store and, you know, your eye just catches, like, you're going down the aisle and you see the toothpaste. And that brief second, you know, my brain would go like, no, I think we, mm -hmm. we have, we're good on toothpaste. And then you get home and you're like, darn, the kids took the last toothpaste. I didn't know that they, you know, did that. And I'm like, yeah, I knew I saw that toothpaste for a reason. And <laughs> that was spirit telling me I needed to buy the toothpaste. Um, and so it's something that that's simple, but it's like when you see it and you're directed towards that and it's brought to your attention, there is a reason and a purpose. And it's something that simple that if you start tapping into that, you start recognizing more and more um, opportunities to connect with spirit and just entrust that intuition. And 
And sometimes intuition leads you to something kind of tough that you don't want to do or that you know is going to be a disaster, but Mm -hmm. you have to do it because you know once you trust it and you recognize (laughs) it. And I've had these, these instances in my own life where it's like, I, this is not, my brain is telling me you don't do this. This is stupid. Intuition is saying you need to do this. Trust us. You have to do it. You're not going to like it, but there's going to be a better result on the other side. But there's something better. Yeah, there's something better on the other side. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And sometimes those little voices in your head too, they're not, they're real. That's your, those are your spirit guides whispering things to you. So um, listen to them, you know? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it does sound crazy. Like Stacy's saying, like, you know what? You need to quit your job tomorrow and you need to go do this. And you're like, wait a minute, what? Not that I'm talking about anyone specific here, but and it's great. if you don't follow that, right, right. If you don't follow that, it's going to hurt and they're going to keep leading you back over there. Oh, you're so funny. So, yeah, it was funny as I was listening to you. First of all, I just I love you, ladies. I love listening um, to the the chemistry between the two of you. And I just know that this is going to be so beautiful for so many people that you serve with your gifts and Yeah, of course, I was thinking about my listeners know that if you've read Lead with Faith, you know, I say that, and this is my story, this is my truth, that the Holy Spirit spoke to me, you know, to tell me to (laughs) resign from my principal job, which people think sounds nuts. Um, And and so, like, of course, I'm going to totally support the fact that when you're silent and mindful and listening you know, you know, you need to learn to trust the knowing inside of you. Mm-hmm. And you ladies mm-hmm. have a really beautiful, flourishing truth that you are using. And I love that. I just celebrate that and honor it. Um, and yes, of course, there are seeds of <laughs> what you do in, in terms of what I've done um, in my own life. And I just, I think it's a great opportunity to just kind of mesh that together because my listeners know that I am a very faithful person and why in the world would I ever have people on the podcast speaking about this, if I didn't 100% believe that you are of love and light. And I'm so grateful that you're in this world and that you found your gifts and that you're using them. um, Because I believe in both of you a thousand percent. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, we believe in you too. And you know, our foundation is we use our gifts and resources to change the world one individual at a time. That's awesome. Well, so ladies, I'm going to be sure to link your resources, because listeners, I am sure that you're intrigued. (laughs) If nothing else, you got to connect with these ladies. Um, But, you know, just even listening, I want to get off the podcast right away and just start talking more. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) So everything that you've said about your journeys makes so much sense to me, Um, you know, in terms of how those gifts started manifesting for you, Stacey, as a person for people to go to. And and it's just really beautiful to see that it's come full circle into the sisterhood with Chris, who is like reclaiming the this beautiful, powerful social justice voice that, um, of course you would be able to channel through music. That's amazing. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) It just makes me so happy. So I, you know, here's the thing we could talk forever and maybe we'll just have to have you back on the podcast again, but I know that it's time to shift to my standard questions. You ladies have had so much wisdom that you've given us already and given us such great authentic stories about who you are. So I bet that you have some great things to say to our listeners in regard to these two questions. So are you ready for them? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So the first one is, if you could write a letter to yourself at any age or stage, what would you say? 
Um, so I would say you are much stronger than you can ever imagine. You are never alone and you are going to help so many others on this journey. Your dark times are going to be a light for others. I love that. Beautiful. I would say give up perfect. Um, I spent a long time trying to be perfect to other people. And I would just say give up perfect. You're here to experience life, um, to spread love, and just let God shine through you, mistakes and all. Um, your imperfections are just the place that he, he goes shining through. So you'll make the world a better place if you're not focused on being perfect. Two really great messages. How about this one? If we have listeners who find themselves in a pit of fear or doubt, what could you say to help them rise up out of it? Um, well, I have a I have a quote to start that, and it's by Rumi. The wound is a place where the light enters you. So know that you're on this earth for a reason with a true purpose. Um, I've talked about it before, but you have a specific soul print and you are meant for greatness. Spirit wants you to be successful. They want you to enhance the world by lifting up others. Um, and if you're struggling with any kind of trauma, um, suffering ceases to be suffering the moment it finds meaning. I walk by faith. So that would be my advice. Um, I love the quote, walk by faith, not by sight. Um, being an empath, that is so much of just trusting and you're not able to see everything and know the next steps, but you have to trust that there is something better out there. Um, I will share, you know, I suffered from depression for a time in my life and, um, and when I was in counseling and, and they would say, what are you, you know, they were kind of surprised and doubting that I had not tried to commit suicide and they wanted to know what was keeping me from that spot. And it was, it was my faith and just feeling that and knowing that there is something better that lies ahead. And you just have to keep believing that because anything can change in, in, in the split second, in an hour. And, you know, the next day things could turn around and you never know what that's going to be. Um, but just know that you were created to do something important and the world needs you to persevere through whatever it is. Just have faith because the world needs you. Ladies, I am not surprised that you gave such deep answers to those questions for our listeners. And I believe that there is a mission in our message. So I know for a fact that there was somebody out there that needed to hear those words from each one of you. And I just want to thank you for the depth of your spirits and your stories today. It's been an impactful interview for me. I know it's going to impact our listeners. And so if they would like to get in touch with you, ladies, could you give them information and then I will be sure to link it in the show notes. Our um, website is enchantedreadingspecialists.com um, and that's probably the best way to connect with us. Um, Stace, what's our phone number? It's 715-600-1605. So yeah, we have email and enchantedreadingspecialist at gmail.com and you can find both the phone number and the email address on our website. Um, and that will explain more about what we do, um, the different types of services um, that we can uh, support you with. And um, yeah, I hope if we can help someone, check us out, connect with us, um, and we will do our best to help you. That's awesome. Listeners, I will be sure to link all that information so that you can get in touch with them. Um, and I know that 
ladies, your message has definitely hit. I am so grateful that you would take the time. I'm so blessed to be connected to both of you and to call you friends. What a gift. And so thank you for your service of sharing your stories today and for the service that you do for others. Many blessings to you. You too, Sarah. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Right back at you. All right, friends, I told you to stick around for a special deal. And I want to let you know that these ladies have a lot of really great specials running this month and coming up to serve you in ways that you may need right now. And for the listeners of the In Awe podcast, they are offering a 10% discount off of a personal reading. Simply contact them via phone or email and mention the In Awe podcast for your 10% discount. Happy reading. I continue to be completely awe-inspired by every single guest on this podcast, and I am so grateful every time you choose to share, rate, review an episode. It matters so greatly to the mission and the message of our guests, and I appreciate every time you help one another rise by lifting up the message. Thank you so much, and I appreciate you being a part of this awe-inspiring community.